0: Welcome to Minute 10 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com when Harry Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me to finish off this uh, week number two of this, uh, of this uh, season is Nick Rehack of French Toast Sunday. Welcome back to the show, Nick. Thank you so much once again for having me, Rob. Uh, it's always a pleasure, and, you know, it is none of your business why we broke up.
1: I mean, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> Play it simple, you're not wrong. Exactly. So, <laughs> minute 10 begins with Sally still trying to explain how she wants it, and ends with her giving an explanation as to what happened between her and Sheldon. So (laughs) yesterday we we ended things with, uh, there there was a heated conversation between uh, Harry and Sally, and then the waitress came over and interrupted them, and they began to do their ordering. And we got to find out what type of person Sally is. How does she order food in a very strange way? And so the minute was cut off yesterday where she said, if not, then no something. All right?" And then it continues with basically the, the line is, if not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream. But only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie. No, nope, just the pie. But then not heated. Uh-huh. So, I mean this This is just a great way to end the conversation with between her and the waitress, yeah, because she doesn't really explain herself at all you know when when she were to say then nothing, you know she in her mind she knows what she's talking about, and she she knows what she means
1: yeah and and for her to just go uh-huh and walk away and 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 Sally acts like it's a totally normal thing to order exactly how she' not saying it's not normal but socially acceptable in a restaurant setting you you know i mean you don't that's no you're just setting yourself up for disappointment when you try to order to that extent
0: yeah and i i wonder if what the waitress is basically saying to herself when she says "Uh uh-huh meaning that i don't care if i get it right or wrong you know yeah whatever whatever happens (laughs) you (laughs) know
1: (laughs) pretty much oh yeah it's real no this totally didn't come from a can
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so what do you know about whipped cream
1: I know that uh, it's it's used as a topping. It's used as the uh, kind of a middle piece if you're doing like a trifle bowl type cake. Uh, I'm familiar with the brand Cool Whip, and I'm sure it's uh, if you take milk and you and you whip it long enough, it turns into a thick whipped cream kind of thing. But outside of that, uh, I got nothing.
0: Okay, you have you have any other idea of what it what it's called? it has another name?
1: Um. Ooh, ooh. They wouldn't call it like a moose, would they? Like something. No,
0: mousse? no, no. It's called it's okay. called a chantilly cream, or crème chantilly. Okay. You know, well, why does sh- why the chantilly part? Uh, it, I. You know what? I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> I, for I, me. Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't look that. I didn't look that up. Uh, actually, well, I, no. Fine. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, I do have that. I do have that. I do have that. Um, we'll we'll get there. Well, let's talk about some other things first, then then I'll get there. Um, I do have an explanation as to what it is and what the difference is, because it's it uh, it really isn't the same thing as whipped cream. So we'll, we'll get there in a second. Um, most types of whipped cream uh, um, have high butterfat content, somewhere between thirty and thirty six percent, which is what helps create the air bubbles that are needed uh, to, to make it. Okay. Okay. If you have lower fat cream or milk, it doesn't whip well. Um, and you need it to be a higher content of fat in order for it to actually be a stable type of foam. Hmm. Okay? okay. You can whip it by, uh, using a whisk in, a, in an electric mixer or food processor. Um, usually it's best if the, the ingredients are are cold. Um, and uh, usually it will stay solid for about one or two hours, depending on what exactly you have it. Sometimes people would add they add different things on it into it to to make it last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also have the instant ones, you know, which which we're probably more familiar with. Where uh, you know when you're at a party and you just take it and you just you know squirt it into your mouth, you know, like yeah. the, the like the cheese whiz type of stuff they have. Mm-hmm. But but whipped cream is much better, you know um so it's it's in an aerosol can that uh basically the a gas that dissolves uh th- dissolves it all under pressure and when the the pressure is released so the the gas leaves a solution which which produces bubbles
1: hmm.
0: and usually you have uh, nitrous oxide or carbon dioxide that uh will give it a different type of taste. Some people call whipped cream from, from cans. They call them squishy cream in Scotland, Scotland, squirty cream, spray cream, or aerosol cream.
1: Aerosol cream sounds weird because that sounds more I like think a all air of them. kind of I think, thing. Or...
0: I think all of them sound weird. Just call whipped cream.
1: <laughs> That's that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there are places where it's actually illegal to to sell aerosol cans of whipped cream.
1: What?
0: Yes. Cuz of dangerous to the environment. Um, okay, all right, I can see that. There are uh different type of flavors that people use for whipped cream. You can have uh you know sugar, vanilla, coffee, chocolate, orange and many others. You know that 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 are used. So here then it talks about the 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 creme chantilly, okay. Now I've heard of chantilly lace. I wonder if it's the same thing.
1: That's that was my whole, yeah, chantilly lace had a pretty face, ponytail hanging down, that's so, right.
0: and so from true romance. That's that's where I know that from. I'm, I'm sure you know it from from the original. I couldn't even tell you who, who sang it, but uh, the big bopper. There you go. Okay, I've heard of the big bopper that I have. He was he was part of the, the, the day the music died, yes. Um, fortunately, yes. So Apparently, uh, cream, chantilly cream is is uh, more sweetened than whipped cream. Okay. Okay. Uh, many people treat them as synonyms, uh, but uh, either either they're both being sweetened, or neither are being sweetened, uh, or you can optionally sweeten them. But uh, you know, it's it's not clear. You know, it, it's not a clear thing that, that some people, you know, how you discri- distinguish between the two. Um, the creme chantilly was created in the uh, mid-17th century by someone named Francois Vatel at the Chateau de Chantilly, which oh, is right, that why sense. it was called that. Yeah. Um, and only a century later well, did it start becoming uh, – uh, connected to whipped cream there was a baron de Oberkirch who was at a uh, a luncheon at in in Chantilly mm. and he praised the cream that they said it and they said it uh, that that uh um that it was similar to a it's it was the Chantilly cream okay
1: okay okay
0: uh in 1806 there was a um, a cookbook that mentioned – that that doesn't mention either whipped nor Chantilly cream, but in the 1820 edition, they're, they're both mentioned. So somewhere between 1806 and 1820, it actually became uh, more common to to use the Chantilly uh, name.
1: More of it just sounded
0: fancier. It does. It, I mean, well, it does sound kind of kind of faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. And then you have whipped topping, which is uh, basically the same thing, but it's uh, – but it's without any dairy ingredients. Um, okay. that, that's actually what we use in our house because uh, we have two sons that are allergic to dairy. So we don't have any dairy no. now. So we, we use that and uh, the non dairy versions have an extended shelf life. Um, because obviously you don't have to worry about uh problems of, of uh, you know the you know of the, the milk going sour. Or things like that.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah,
0: and sometimes it's uh, frozen in plastic tubs, Cool Whip, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. or uh, using the aerosol containers, as we uh, as we talked about, right? Uh, it's whipped cream is a popular topping for fruit desserts, pies, uh, ice cream, especially Sundays, cupcakes, cakes, milkshakes, waffles. Uh, hot chocolate, cheesecakes, jello, and puddings. Sometimes people uh, will put it on co- you know, on top of coffee, where in the Viennese coffee house tradition, it is known as Melange mit Schlagerber. No idea. <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Sounds fancy.
0: Exactly. And it's used uh, often in layer cakes and things like that. Sometimes people use pastry bags in order to put it inside of. Of various dishes, you know, where you can like sport it in the middle and stuff like that yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's what we got on the uh, whipped cream, <laughs> which Sally wants to have on the side. <laughs> but if it's out of the can, she doesn't want it. So she's all. She's which is ironic because, you know, she's she's anti aerosol uh, when it comes to whipped cream. But when it comes to hairspray, you know, you can use as much as you need.
1: <laughs> Fire it right in there.
0: There you go. <laughs> Who knows? And then they they get back to their conversation from yesterday that was uh, broken up by the uh, the waitress. Harry is just staring at Sally, and it's it, it's very interesting the the way that he looks her, looks at her, you know, through the whole thing. She goes, uh huh, what? Nothing, nothing. And then Harry changes the conversation and goes, uh, so uh. How come we broke up with shell uh, i think he's i think he's more in shock about the way that she orders things, mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to i th- I think he's you know he he's never met a person who will do something like this
1: <laughs> yeah
0: we'll explain with such confidence yes, yes she definitely has a lot of confidence there's no question about that the way that she is you think he's looking at her that she's that he thinks she's crazy
1: i i think it's i think it's a combination of crazy and what have I gotten myself into? And, and, and also utter fascination. Like, th- is this really happening in front
0: of me right now? It's as if Sally knows what she wants, but she just doesn't know how to express it properly. Okay. I think that that's what it comes down to um, because the you know the, the, the waitress and Harry have no idea what she's talking about. She thinks everyone's on her level, but they're not. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that that's what it comes down to. And then, uh, you know, Harry changes the subject and goes, so uh, how come you broke up with Sheldon? And she goes, well, how do you know we broke up? And so her response, his response is because if you didn't break up, you wouldn't be here with me. You'd be off with with Sheldon, the wonder song.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, I mean, we'll continue with the conversation and we'll come back to this in a second. And then Sally goes, first of all, I am not with you. And second of all, it's none of your business why we broke up. You're right. You're right. I don't want to. And once again, she takes the bait. (laughs) And he goes, well, she says, well, if you must know, it was because he was very jealous. And I had these days of the week underpants. And then Harry just looks at her and goes, "Eh." (laughs) I'm sorry. I need the judges ruling on this. Days of the week underpants? Yes. They had the days of the week on them. And I thought they were sort of funny. And then one day Sheldon says to me, "You never wear Sunday. It's all suspicious." So let, let, let's go back a little bit. First of all, uh, you know the the fact that Harry says to Sally, you know, automatically he knows that that she broke up with Sheldon. You know, why doesn't she say back to him, "Well, didn't you break up with Amanda? Like, wh- where's Amanda in this in this scenario? I guess Amanda's still
1: back in Chicago."
0: No, obviously she's back in Chicago, but you ooh,
1: know, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like,
0: why is Amanda t- going with them? Why is Amanda? Yeah, no, but but are, are you, you know, know, he and Amanda apparently are trying to to have a long distance relationship, you know, but but Harry doesn't think that Sally and Sheldon would have that type of relationship. You're know, like, where's that coming from? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. You know, he's he's automatically assuming that that she and Sheldon broke up. Okay, but but he and, and Amanda are theoretically still back together. Still together. Mm-hmm. You know, which which is why it doesn't make sense for him to say something like that. So I never I thought know. of it that way. That's a really yeah. good way of looking at it. Right. I mean again, it it it, it doesn't it's it's typical of Harry. That that's what sort it of comes down to. You know, mm-hmm. Harry makes assumptions. Very he, much so. he was he was sort of correct here, but he still makes assumptions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Calls Sheldon the wonder schlong. Have, so, have you ever heard that term before?
1: Wonder schlong? Yeah. Uh, I've heard like short answer, yes. And it always makes me giggle. Anytime someone says the word schlong, it makes me giggle because it's, right.
0: it's just funny. Right. Now, apparently, I, I looked this up and a schlong is not just a general term for a penis, but it is a penis that with that is has substantial length and girth. When you use the term schlong, you're talking about someone who must be quite large. According to, according to the definition, you know, I don't know. I've never used the term. It's not really, you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't come up in everyday conversations with people. Yeah. It's definitely a one-off that it gets pulled out in, literally. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's, it's Uh, something, it's something you discuss when you're talking about Harry Metzali and that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, I've, I've heard the term, but I, I can't tell you if this was the first time I heard the term or if I'd heard it elsewhere, you know, beforehand
1: trying to think. I feel like I've heard it in other movies or something. Maybe I heard it in Clerks or something. I've definitely I've definitely heard it before. Right. Uh and I I I feel like I've at least heard it or said it outside of the context of this conversation at least 2 or 3 times this year. Because And that was before and that was before you saw the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely before I saw the movie. And there's just something funny about that. Like I don't know. That's just
0: something funny about that word, schlong. Like, right. Uh, I don't know. It's funny. I, I, it's probably, it sounds like it's Yiddish or something like that. I don't know. Okay. No idea. Okay. I, I, I don't know where the, uh, you know, where, where the, what the etymology of the word is. I, I didn't look that up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what Sally tries to do with this conversation at this point is she tries to still control the situation, despite the fact that, you know that Harry is egging her on but she's not very successful in doing so at all mm-hmm. <laughs> because she still gives him all the information that he wants you know and then when she's talking yeah. about the the days of the week underwear what's interesting is I did a search and it could be just be you know because of this movie you can buy days of the week underwear now but they have all seven you know it's not just uh oh. it's not just six maybe in the 70s uh Nora Ephron only had uh underwear you know, that had days of six of the days of the week as opposed to seven. But you can now buy them uh, for about 200 bucks online. You know, if if if, bucks. if if someone's interested in, in getting someone a gift, you know. <laughs> well, it's they like must $25 be $25 a day. They they must be like very expensive. You it know, I be comfy. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I won't try them. <laughs> <laughs> if If you want to, you can.
1: Yeah, no, I'm cool. I can just take what I got now and put a marker and then just write the day right
0: on there and we're all set. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. No, the the ones that I found are Days of the Week lingerie or something like that. That uh, mm, It's got to be something fancy. There you go. It's from Bloomingdale's. Okay. So, oh. yeah, uh, that, 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 that tracks. Okay. The, the ones from Bloomingdale's cost $200. Okay. You know, so, so if you're looking to get your, your significant other a gift – you know, you can go to the the Bloomingdale's website and uh, find days of the week underwear. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else to say? You want to say about this minute?
1: Um, the only thing is, I just I want to know what happened to Sunday, but we're not going to find out until next week.
0: You're going to have to come back on on uh, and listen on Monday because I'll it be with a different me. guest, you know, and find out what happened to Monday. What happened to Sunday? Where is Sunday? And he just didn't believe me. Nope, you know. And and we'll, we'll pro- probably explain, you know, why Sunday was missing, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. So the the script has a few things. It says, uh, you know, as the waitress leaves, Harry stares in disbelief at Sally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh, actually the rest of the whole conversation just goes exactly. You know, as they uh, as they talked about, that. you know, that that is actually the only discrepancy here at all. That's pretty cool. I feel yeah. like that's kind of
1: a rarity in the minute to minute is to have such a, a lack of adjustment or tweak to the script.
0: Right. Well, again, a part of the whole thing with with the with with the way that scripts evolve is is that you know sometimes they'll they'll change them. You know, after they rehearse a scene or something like that, and then you know, then that goes in that becomes, you know, uh official canon type of thing. Uh
1: oh, okay.
0: It could be. I don't know. I mean the, the version of the script I have is from nineteen eighty eight. So, you know, it is one of the, the, the final versions of the script. So at this point they, they knew that this is what they were gonna talk about, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So every Friday, we have a segment called Weekend Romance, where my guests will give their top five uh, romantic comedy films. So, uh, Nick, what have you got for us? Start with number five and work your way up. All right. Number five is Midnight in Paris. Um, I
1: always just thought the idea of, you know, kind of time traveling and meeting all the old authors and stuff was a pretty neat idea. Uh, Number four. Actually, it's it's this one. It's When when Harry Met Sally. Uh, even though I've only watched it a handful of times, it's left such an impression on me, and I absolutely look forward to revisiting this film frequently. Uh, absolutely frequently. Excellent. Uh, number, number three is You've Got Mail. Um, number two is a, it is a classic, Annie Hall. And then number one, bit of a curveball, and I don't know if a lot of people know about this movie or not, and if they don't, they should. It's called Return to Me.
0: I've heard of it. I'm trying to remember who, what it is. Uh,
1: Mini Driver, David Duchovny. Uh, David Duchovny is married and his wife dies in a car accident. And he meets this woman, played by uh, Mini Driver, and she is the recipient of his wife's heart.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. And so it goes. Yeah. No, so I've, it's, uh, I've, I've never seen it. So you see, you've now given me something to to watch. Before this, you know, before these shows even air. <laughs> there you go. By the time these shows air, the odds are I will have already seen it. <laughs> and I'm I'm very much looking forward to, as the weeks go,
1: if any of your other guests have seen Return to Me or not. Because I feel like it's definitely like an underdog in the rom-com world. Like, it's it's really great. But not a lot of people uh talk about it. That was uh what is it, Keeping the Faith. That's another solid one that not a oh, lot of Oh, I love keeping the faith. I think that's, that's a fun a, one. there you go. Huh?
0: That's a fun one, yeah. Um yeah, Ben, ben Stiller and uh and oh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton, there you go. Yeah, that 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 I, I enjoy that one. All right. Excellent. Um, so, Nick, you want to for one last time this week uh, and this season. Tell people uh, how they can find Nick Rehack.
1: Well, when they're finished going through when Harry met Sally minute by minute, they can take a break. And come find me over on Twitter at the rehack t h e r e h a k. They can also find me on random episodes and throughout the catalog of the Lambcast, the Exploding Helicopter Podcast, movie films and flicks, the Deep Blue Sea Podcast, and the Con Air Podcast as well. Oh, and uh, French Toast Sunday! Keep an ear and eye out for some of those uh, new episodes dropping whenever they drop.
0: All right, and you don't want people to probably wait until they finish. Uh... You know, listening to when Harry met Sally to go to you because you know that that's like May. So you know, people that's should go fine. now.
1: Ah, nice, you know. take their time. Then they bulk up on everything else. Nah, this
0: is this is where it's at. Yeah. No, I want them to. You know, you, it's, it's possible <laughs> to listen to more than one show at the same time. I'm no, I'm some, fine with that. I don't. Some I don't people think have better attention
1: spans than I. Then.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe that, that is possible. You know, we just have to have better music in the background for you, there and then, you then then you're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Thank you very much for for joining me, and thank you for uh, uh, agreeing to 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 go in sort of blind, you know, of a movie that you didn't know whether you'd like or not. And I'm I'm glad that that you enjoyed it. I, I'm glad that that we were we had what to talk about, even even if it wasn't in person. You know, it still yeah, works.
1: Absolutely, man. I I love coming on this show. I love the research that you do. I love the Over I can't think of the word. You put so much thought and care into this. Over analysis concept. Over analysis? maybe that might be it but it's not just a hey we're going to talk a bit minute by minute like you put thought and care into this you do script comparisons you research certain aspects of it you really go above and beyond compared to other people that you know go through this type of concept and it's greatly greatly appreciated and it's such a breath of fresh air like you did a really great one with the great escape which i had never seen before i absolutely love the movie you did a really great job with excuse me die hard and you're doing a fantastic job with this one so i'm i mean i know we're just getting started you're just getting started with when harry met sally but i'm already looking
0: forward to the next two all right excellent well next one next one will hopefully be die hard too so there you go We'll uh there we go Yeah. You know, <laughs> but uh and and you also have had the the privilege unlike most people to actually see the amount of notes pages of notes that i have coming to a show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's
1: serious. Like yeah. it is not like okay. Let me just pull. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no.
0: It is exactly. real when, deal, and when, that's why I you can know, absolutely appreciate and see all the hard work you put into. <laughs> it. Thank you very much. It's appreciated. I mean, sometimes you know, after after I finish the week, I I always scan in all of my notes, so I have a you know an electronic copy of them instead of Ooh. keeping it all on paper. And I have some files that are like sixty pages, you know, with right. with everything. You know, with with the the script and and the dialogue, the script, and then all my notes and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I for for Die Hard, I tried putting it into a a binder, and I couldn't close the binder at a certain point. Wow. I, had to, I had to I had to start. That's when I started scanning stuff because I was like, okay, that's just not going to work. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh. Yeah, but but that's fun. So Nick, seriously, thank you very much for joining this week. It's always a pleasure, you know, whether it's online or in person, I, I, I love talking to you. I, you know, you, you and I don't have as great chemistry as Harry and Sally, but, but we're close. We're close. Yeah. We're sure. Close. I'll agree with that. <laughs> and we, we haven't spent 18 hours on the road together, but still, you know, that's true. But, uh, thank you very much. And, uh, I will be back on Sunday with on well, Monday. Sorry. I will be back on Monday with a new guest. So uh, until then, I'll have what she's having. I'll absolutely have what she's having. Thrill, with all your faults, I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful
1: you. Had to be you.